0: one of the hardest human actions for us to forgive. When someone betrays our trust, or stabs us in the back, or abuses our faith in them, it hurts us on multiple levels. Once that trust is broken, it can be very hard to put it back together, and knowing this calls us to take very seriously the command to love one another, since love always protects. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking. Love is the fulfillment of everything that God requires of us. Jesus is about to be betrayed, and we see the beginning of it in today's verses. Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 through 16 says Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. The twelve were Jesus' closest friends and followers, the apostles, his inner circle. Matthew notes specifically that it was one of the twelve, one of the inner circle, who was actively going to betray him. They didn't come to Judas, Judas went to them, and in so doing, his name has now become synonymous with betrayal. We know from John's Gospel that Judas was financially corrupt, stealing from the group's money bag, and so sin was already at work in his life as he goes to talk money with the religious leaders. There's been other speculation as to why Judas did what he did that have been explored in movies and in music and in different forms of art. Perhaps he had political motives, some have said, trying to force the messiah to come forward and show himself and deal with Rome. Perhaps he'd grown in his disillusionment towards Jesus. Perhaps he feared for his own safety, fearing the wrath of the Roman or the Jewish leaders who were against Jesus or against his disciples. All are ideas that have been debated over the last 2,000 years. But such things are not found in the text itself, so they can only be speculation. It really could have been just about the money. Depending on the source, it's been said that 30 pieces of silver might have been worth up to $15,000 or $20,000, so the amount is definitely not nothing. We already know for sure from Scripture that Judas was financially corrupt, and once sin gets a hold in our lives, it easily expands and spreads skimming some cash off the top of the group's finances went unchecked, and perhaps that sin just grew in his life to the point where he thought nothing of betraying Jesus for money, although he would express remorse afterwards. The enemies of Christ were certainly willing to pay. They need some help to deal with Jesus in the right way, and so Judas will now begin to actively watch for a way to turn Jesus over to them, earning the money that they paid him to betray the Son of Man to death. Today, let's take some time to reflect on Judas and the idea that sin can start with a little bit of thievery and then escalate to a major and horrible sin. It's something that any of us can fall into when we let sin into our lives. It rarely stays where it is, like a cancer, it wants to grow and take over. So today is soul-searching time. Where do we see sin at work in our lives? Where does it have a hold? And what steps do we need to take to arrest it and cast it out of our lives?